Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, welcome to another episode of the Well.com podcast. I'm Bo Wigington, and this week I'm sitting down with one of our newest hosts, Anna, all the way from Germany. For anyone that hasn't heard of your work before, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience? My name is Anna. I'm from Germany. I'm uh, 30 years old and I'm a designer and welder. And I mostly do furniture and custom projects for offices. Uh, yeah, Everything that is about designing furniture, building furniture. And yeah, I'm really passionate about it. So I have a question. Did you start off first as a welder or as a designer? I believe you can't separate it to each other because I think it's super linked. So I'm mainly I'm a designer and I um, started with designs and then I was searching for the right material. But I guess I now become used to uh, welding. It's super linked because I'm always thinking on how to do the connections. And I think at first, how can I do a nice connection and then think about the design? So I think it's pretty linked. What's the shop like that you're working out of when you're welding all this stuff? Um, I have here my own workshop and I think it's... Um, yeah, like the most workshops that are designed for building furniture. So I have a metal saw, I have a huge welding table, different welding machines, bending machines, polishing machines, grinding angles, stuff like this. As you've been building a brand, what have the struggles with building a brand been for you? Um, for me, it was really like a uh, development So in, in the first time because I didn't start welding after university, I had a different job first and then uh, it was really like a development and I just started Instagram and was thinking, oh, let's see how it goes and what it will become. And so branding was always step-by-step -step thing for me. And I also yeah, listened to a lot of podcasts about uh, personal branding and self-branding and how really to use your face to get the message out and that is on the way became a very important thing that I'm a woman and how to um, convince young people to, to start welding because that is a huge problem in Germany. We don't have enough young people that are wanting to do the job. And also I'm pretty linked with a lot of companies that are really searching for young people that want to do the job, but there's like a big lag. So it's also changed that I'm doing a lot of marketing stuff and also like welding classes and teaching people or convincing people, doing talks about it. So my branding is not super stable and it's just because of uh, about building furniture that really swept to the whole field. So, yeah. Pretty much globally, we're having a hard time finding new welders. There's a lack of people that want to come into the industry because there's been all these misconceptions of like it's the most dangerous, dirtiest job you'll ever work, you know. And so it's really cool to know even over Germany, we got people just <laughs> going out trying to get people into it. Oh, when I first tried it, um, I was super laugh and I, I was always afraid to do welding and I never thought uh, that welding would be a thing that is so had anything in common with me so I and the first 
uh, time I tried it, I was super, yeah, super in love. And I was thinking like, everybody has to know this. So I started this Instagram channel. And then I realized that it was such a big problem. And in Germany, we have it that most people think, oh, you have to go to university and you have to become a doctor. Otherwise, uh, your future is super unstable. And all this craftsman or handy jobs are um, yeah, missing. So we really have a big problem because you, every parent would tell their children uh, not to do this kind of stuff. And especially when you are a welder, it's probably not so cool for young people yeah yeah it's not the it's not what everybody in school is like oh you know what i want to be i want to be a welder you know it's like most people are like i want to be a race car driver i want to be a <laughs> famous musician you know it's like but welding it like you were saying when you first started when i remember when i first started as well it's just kind of a magical moment you have where you're just like whoa this is really cool. And then you, you start building things and start seeing your work out. As far as yours, I see you incorporate a lot of lights and stuff into your furniture. How did you get into that process? Was that just like, I want, I want this in my design and then figuring out how to incorporate it? Or like, how did you start incorporating lights into your work? Really, or most of the times when I'm doing a project, it's really depends on the customer. So if the first time I worked with light, the customer asked me to do it. If we can, or he came to me and asked, can you do a light or a, a big lamp for my, for my new house? And then I just had to figure out how to do it. And um, I think the nicest thing in our generation is that we have YouTube and the internet. And so you can look everything up. And I just did and ask a um, guy on Instagram that he's an electrician and I asked him, did I do it right? Did I understand it right? So that I didn't make uh, some something worse or bad. And when it is a huge project, I'm always taking care that when I take the lamp and put it on the customer's house, that he will do it so that I'm not doing something illegal because in Germany, everybody's aware of all the stuff that can go wrong. So you have to be a little bit careful about that. I mean, I think it's not a big issue because we have this LED uh, systems now and mm. they are pretty popular and also affordable and not so difficult to use. So a lot less heat coming off of those. So like putting it into furniture, you're not, not really having that flame risk as you would with like an incandescent bulb, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Correct. So that's much nicer if there's light in. So it makes you or brings you in a very moody situation. So um, yeah, I, I really like light. So that is also one of my main jobs to to design things that are connected with light. That was one of the big things I saw through, like looking through your work. I was like, I really love the way you incorporate lights into your pieces. Yeah, it's really nice. It's also I also do a lot of art pieces, and I work together with a German gallery. And we in in that field, we I only do lights. I guess I I did one sculpture, but mainly it's just light because light is also an art, a nice way to. Um, pull out your message and also it has still a function should, so it still makes sense to buy it I think when you just have a sculpture it depends on the type of person you are but light can be art and can be designed as well and that's something I really like about it in Germany so it's a little different over there I'm guessing you know what are the codes like like as a as a builder like making furniture are there like strict codes you have to adhere to for the welding or 
what's the industry like over there when it comes to being like a fabricator? Yeah, I don't know how it is in the U.S., but you need several uh, certificates and it depends also on the uh, process you're using. So I think in Germany, we are pretty strict, not only when it comes to welding, but everything that has to uh, has something in common with building stuff. So we are really strict, but there are also some different ways to do it. For instance, I'm an artist. So if you're an artist, you have some different regulations, but you're also limited to what you are allowed to do. So when I have a like a big project, that has a lot of construction inside. I would never do it without a professional welder. So they will help me to do it. Also, when it comes to like when it's very big and the weight is very high, it's also difficult for me to do it by my own. Yeah. I'm very weak. So uh, <laughs> I really have to say it. So I have a problem with that. And I'm really good in uh, finding people that uh, uh, love to help me. So um, and I really enjoy collaborating with different people so um that's nice but i think in germany yeah we are pretty pretty strict i talk to people in canada and in south america but i've never really talked to someone in germany about their welding codes because it's yeah. it's very different where, where wherever you go you got to learn a whole new vocabulary and book of codes you know so uh and so one last thing what is your favorite process to use which process was the one that made you fall in love with welding? Uh, for me, it was MIG welding. It was just the first thing I tried and I was super, it was really like a shocking moment for me because I never, really never, never uh, thought that I will ever like it. It was just like, yeah, just just a try. Um, but uh, as I'm doing it now for years, I also love a lot of tick welding. I think it always depends on what you need to do in the moment. So, uh, for instance, for my last project, I also used both. So I'm combining things like it depends on how much time I have, what is the budget, um, what the material looks like and what I really build in the moment. So I could not decide what is better, but that are the two ones I really love. I'm I'm a big fan of those two. I, I'm a fan of them all, but you know, MIG. I feel like a lot of people look down on MIG welding just because they think it's too easy, you know. But it takes a lot of skill to make it look real nice, and you can crank out a bunch of work if you're MIG welding because yeah, it's just so quick. Of course, like when you do tick welding, it's more beautiful and it's more fun um, because it's it's so clean and you can. Your, your welding is so much nicer, but I also love the very easy way because it's fast. And I also do welding classes for, um, for people that just want to build stuff, not in a professional way, just for things you can build at home. And I think then Mac is a very nice way to just uh, get people addicted to welding so that they don't have to spend uh, days on get a nice result. And with Mick, it's super easy when you have a nice welding machine so uh, that's an easy way to to get people passionate about it and that's something i really love to do and what i really love about my work to just convince and get more people into welding so i think it's a it's a nice way to do it teaching people that kind of body control is probably the hardest part is just kind of being like don't be afraid you got to get up in there and let you know yeah, yeah. What kind of welding machines are you working off of over there? Um, I have a collaboration with EWM and 
I already have it for many years. So I started with uh, some more basic machines and then I bought my first welding machine secondhand. And so now I have a Pico Mic and a Pico Tick, um, both Pulse welding machines. And they're pretty entry level, I guess, but they're super nice. And I didn't have anything to co complain about it. So I'm, I'm very satisfied with them. And as far as the material, do you ever use different alloys other, other than steel? Like, do you ever do bronze or copper, anything like that incorporated into your designs? Usually when I do furniture, I combine two different materials and it's steel and something totally different. So for instance, glass or wood. But when it comes to the metal part, it's mostly just steel. Um, I think about using aluminum because I think that's super beautiful mm -hmm. but my wedding machine can't do it so i have to get a new one so let's see how it goes but at the moment i'm pretty pretty okay with uh just seal because i think it's also super beautiful and better for the environment as aluminium so that's okay yeah steel i'm i'm a big fan of steel aluminum is really really fun but it is a different world when you jump into the aluminum world so I never tried it, but I, I saw a lot of uh, furniture made from aluminium and I'm always like, oh my God, it looks so cool. Well, and what you're saying earlier about it being too heavy, aluminum would help out, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. That would be a good point. I am really excited that you've joined the Weld.com team and look forward to seeing videos coming out. Do you have any videos in mind that you're going to start putting out? Yeah, uh, first of all, I'm also super excited and uh, super nice to be part of this uh, cool group. So, um, yeah, that's so nice. And of course, I was already thinking about some videos, especially when it comes to furniture. I would love to put some um, ideas on how to make some nice things. And the one thing I have in mind is uh, like building big windows. Like, I don't know how to say that in uh in American words, but in, in German we say like loft windows that are dividing rooms apart. And I think that they have a very nice looking, I don't know if, if you know it's like from my describing that. Oh, yeah, no, I, at like a divider, like a room divider or like... Like a room divider, but it, it then looks like a nice old industrial window. Oh, that would be really cool. Yeah, but I too. We haven't caught on to that over here yet, I don't think. I haven't seen that around, but that sounds yeah. super cool. Yeah, it is. And I, I uh, did it uh, several times uh, here in, uh, in some projects. And I think you can really make a room super nice. And it's also super trendy. You see it in a lot of nice restaurants, bars now. And I think it would be a nice way also to, to get it as an inspiration for other welders to do it as their projects for their customers. And all, but also do it like when you build a house and you want to give a nice detail to your living room or something. It would be, I think it's a nice idea. Working with glass in general, you know, as a as welder, you don't really deal with yeah. a ton of glass, but as a designer, you probably deal yeah. with a whole bunch of glass. So, like, learning how to navigate putting it into your actual creation would be kind of cool to see. Yeah, how to also how to um, connect it, right? Like, because I think most welders know how to weld the frame, but how to build the frame so that the glass can hold and will not break. And, yeah, I think there are... There would be some very interesting uh, topics, yeah. I would watch that. I, I would really like to learn that. So I, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I will suggest it, so we will see. So if someone wanted to take a welding class with you, how would they get in touch? You can also get always get in touch uh, 
to me through my Instagram account and there are all the details about my email address and also my web shop and my um, homepage where you can find some more information and you can also find there the uh, welding classes um, would be nice to meet some of you um, there or just get in contact I'm always loving people that um, want to net do networking especially when it comes to welding and building so Please don't hesitate. It would be nice. Well, awesome. So if you have a project that you need a very, very special eye on, make sure to hit her up. On Instagram, you can find her as Monosta. It's M-O-N-O-I-S-T-A. And that's on Instagram. You can find all of her info there. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Weld.com podcast. I'm Bo Wigington. Make sure you head on over and pick up that Weld app today so you can get connected to welders all across the globe, as well as tons of great educational material. Until next week, we'll see you out there.